Another day has come and gone, and another helping of Athletic Greens has been ingested by me. Me too. You can see the glow. Look at the glow in my face. Oh, you are glowing. I mean glowing. I'm matching my shirt, which is a nice salmon color. Why? (laughs) Well, because with one scoop of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, aptogens, all of that, that's how I start my day. Me and too. then I just glow from there. I guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. One scoop, shake, and down. Boom. And this is not just the laser that I have used on my face. I am shiny no. because of Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues. I'm glad we met him after all that. <laughs> and ended up on a complicated <laughs> supplement routine to recover. Cost him $100 a day. That is not at all what any of this is about. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So mm-hmm. right now it's time to reclaim your health and do it with daddy issues. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues, athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues and take ownership of your health. There he is. Wow, looking all tan and fresh. Where? Look, he's here. All right, me and Josh will go so that you guys can go. Joe looks so tan. I don't want Josh to go yet. Okay. Why? Okay. Because I, I'm going to read his mind right now. I've already read it. I did it. <laughs> yeah, I think Oliver beat you to, to that. So what I, what what Josh is thinking is, here's Joe, Mr. Television. Uh, here's Oliver, two people in the media. Mm-hmm. Why, how hard is it for these assholes <laughs> to bring their Zoom recorders? And now I have to try to make the audio sound good off... AirPods and phones and iPads instead of Zoom recordings and what have you. Am I correct on that, Josh? Yeah, pretty much. I try to be a little bit more polite when I say those things out loud, but in my head, yes, that's just, it's just a constant stream of profanities. But he made a good point when he said that we just need to tell the audience that, you know, you are in a in a certain situation and I am in a certain situation. I'm in my trailer. I'm in between takes for the most part. And we, we didn't have our stuff. You know what I mean? So it, it is what it is. We're it's guerrilla style. You know, we're in the trenches and, and yet we still try to bring, you know, all three people content. Yeah. But what I think the next level is Josh would like to, to say out loud. I realize you're in your trailer, Oliver, and I realize you're in a hotel room playing a golf event in Tahoe, Joe, but how hard is it to plan ahead? And and that's, I think, where we drop the ball, Oliver. We may be in you know certain situations, but it's really not that hard to throw a little Zoom recorder into your bag, is yes. what now, Josh is thinking. I thought I had mine in my backpack, and I didn't. So that is no excuse. I still don't have one. It just is what it is, and if Josh needs to go cry about it and talk to his birds, then that's what he's got to do. He's just got to deal with 
It's been it's been a it's been a month basically since you and I have talked, Oliver, uh, at least publicly. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's been the go go go, the summer, getting to Colorado, driving all the kids to Colorado, immediately getting on a plane to go to Albuquerque, getting right on another plane to come home, then back again. It's been a bit of a whirlwind for me, uh, but uh, I'm happy to to hear your voice. I'm happy to talk to you. <sighs> yeah. And, well, I mean, I and some things have happened since we last spoke. Um, I Natalie, know, my daughter, did a great job on the podcast. That's oh, one. yeah. I thought you were talking about you and Michelle uh, splitting up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and and two, uh, the New York Post yet again grabs something you say uh, regarding your sister and her topless post. And mm. mentions all the projects that you're involved in, except daddy issues. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, I feel like there were some things in there, like, you know, your show on Fox and uh, unconsciously, ceremoniously, serendipitously coupled uh, and sibling revelry. But no daddy issues. It's like it doesn't exist. I mean, and we're not going there. We're not. No, fans I, I, do not fret. We're not going, everybody in Iran, we're not going there. No, no. I, I can't help but, I don't know what they're going to write, you know what I mean? Actually, I know what you're talking about. That particular comment, those four letters got picked up by the press more than anything I've done. Like, Clamor Magazine, People Magazine, like all of them Hustler, We, Cherry, all those. It, it was Love. a naked picture, a topless picture of your sister, that she posted herself with her hair coming down over her frontal parts, and all you put was nope. Yeah, I just said nope. <laughs> that was enough. But somebody I, just recently, and that's a that's a great. I mean, it's your sister. Somebody recently had something, some public figure, and the sister put something up similar, and mm. the brother was like, "Damn, you look hot," or you know, with like love, yeah. like the the emoji with the hearts over the eyes. And, they got Yeesh. shredded for that, which I, I guess is probably normal. Yeah. To be shredded. I mean, first of all, yeah. I mean, if I was like, ooh, Kate, you're looking hot, you know, like that's, I don't know about that. That's no, that's no good. But going back to Natalie, she's so funny and so great and has such amazing energy and great personality. And I don't know, or something. She's, she's got balls too. You know what I mean? Like, there's something. She's not that, scared. That kid's not never scared. been scared. Yeah, and she was. She was awesome, and I'm so happy that she filled in. And and uh, it's a double-edged sword, though, because she was so good that I can rely on her when I just can't can't seem to make it. Like, Nat, take over. <laughs> can she then step in on sibling revelry and unconsciously, ceremoniously uncoupled? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She can just fill. How about Natalie just fills in for me with everything I do? I could be sick on the cleaning lady and she plays my part or what? All of a sudden, and, there she is. What's your character's name? Garrett Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Miller. Oh my God. <laughs> I never really said it, and I never really, really thought about the name. And then <laughs> Garrett Miller, I, <laughs> Garrett Miller, FBI. Yeah, 
opens badge, <laughs> puts badge back into pocket. Yeah, gets his haircut. I saw your haircut that you put up for the world. Mm-hmm. With your salad getting clipped, and it was all over the floor. And now you're all you look younger Tuned yet. Up. I think your your hairline is really receding. Yeah, it might be. There's a lot of forehead, a lot more forehead than I'm used to seeing with you. You know, says I, the guy who's had nine hair transplant surgeries no, and is, no, and is look, getting I, another one. I'm getting another hair transplant at the end of July. Are you really? Why? But, but hold on. Before we go into that, I, I don't think you're wrong. OK, I really don't. I think there is some recession. The forehead does seem to be getting bigger. Uh, and I've been noticing that. And ever since it, Biden got elected. There's been a recession. Uh, <laughs> every man's hairline is receding. It's just gone back a little bit. Gas prices are up and their frontal hair creep is going backward. You know, I'm not afraid to do a lot of things. I put a laser on my face, you know, a little Botox, a little this. I'm not afraid of it, right? I, there's something that scares me about actually going in there and maybe filling that out a little bit. I don't know why you're still not now it's eight, five, 10 years ago. Yeah. Not now. They can take your beard. Yeah. They can take your ass hair. We've already gone through this with Dr. Mohead. I'm going back July 27th. I'm going to get the back of my hair filled in like the crown, which is massive. And, uh, and some frontal pieces too. But wait a minute. If they take hair from the back to fill it in the top and front, where do they take it to fill in the back? From the sides. From the sides. I've got I've got a lot of hair coming in on the sides. Okay. And they can do beard hair. They could do ear hair. They can do wow. doll hair. <laughs> they can do whatever <laughs> you want. Wait a minute. But why do you feel like you need that? You just you feel like you you just didn't get enough. It's easy. It's it, it, I I if if. The procedure was like it was 10 years ago. No chance. I'm happy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. I achieved what I wanted to achieve. But since it's so simple and there's no recovery, mm-hmm. why not? But are, so, you at the, yeah. are you at the threshold of your last procedure? Are you fully I think this, this is it. No, this Can I is see? It. Can I see? And like, yeah. I mean, it's definitely m- more hair. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, right, right in here. A little right. more, yeah. yeah, few more yeah. soldiers there, and then yeah, back here. Yeah, hold on, come on in, Mr. Hudson Garrett. Uh, we have your meal for you. They didn't want to block it. Oh, say again. Sorry. Oh, Jeff was just wondering how much longer you're going to be here. They didn't want to block you. Oh, okay. When, when do they plan on leaving? Uh, they'd like to look up as soon as. This is real time shit. I'm okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Can I get? Can I have ten? Thanks. Thank you. Oh my god. Well, here's the good thing. Here's the for good all, thing. Just for our audience, real quick. This is real time stuff, okay? Because I am in my trailer. I just finished the day, and I'm doing this with Joe. But transportation, the people who you know move all the trailers and stuff to the next location, they're waiting on me to sort of get my trailer out of here to go to the next location for tomorrow. That's, oh. what just, that's what just happened. I got a knock on the door by one of the guys saying, hey, you know what? It's time, you fucking actor. What a great recap. Talk. This is really well done. Oh, thank you. It's real-time <laughs> stuff. It's like you're covering 
the war in the Ukraine. <laughs> okay, uh, here's what just happened, all right? I got to knock on the door. I open the door. They want me to move the trailer. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. But here's the good thing. I'm in Tahoe at this event, at this golf event, which uh, airs Friday, Saturday, Sunday on NBC. And now that I'm mm-hmm. at ESPN, I still won't make it on TV, which is fine. Um, but I feel good about my swing, feel better than I did this morning. I had nightmares about it all night. And I'm going to the mandatory players yes. rules uh, event, which is an hour. And I'm yeah. going to go with my phone and I'm going to put little Josh to work. And I'm going to ask one question of, of whoever I see. And now that you're only on for another now eight minutes, uh, this is putting more pressure on me to actually do that. So who am uh, I aiming for? I'm aiming for uh, Colin Jost. I'm aiming for yeah. Brian Baumgartner. I'm yeah. aiming for uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm aiming for Steph Curry. I'm aiming yeah. for uh, Travis Kelsey. I'm aiming for Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, yeah. these type people. That's who I I'm love- trying to get on today. I love it. I mean, I, I, maybe just ask, do you know who Oliver Hudson is? And give your reasoning why you think he has not been invited back to the Tahoe tournament. Because, come on, Tahoe, NBC. I'm a great golfer. I, I don't get invited anymore. I don't know what I did. Maybe you know what it is? I didn't go to the players' meetings that much. Maybe that's it. Well, there are a couple people that I know of who are big names have been scrubbed from last year because they didn't they didn't play well with the sponsors and they told dirty jokes in their uh, in their foursomes when they did play. No way. Yeah. One guy's in the Hall of Fame. I'm just gonna say that. And he's not back. So you not going to events and not being like a good soldier, a good, a good soldier, a good, a good uh, celebrity. That'll get you kicked out. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Whatever. I get it. I get it. But, but, you know, I, I did go to players meetings. Number one, number two, I was always dealing with work and kids. So I have to come like last minute. You oh, you're the mean? only so- one. You're the only one. Nobody here has kids or work or anything else. Uh, kind of not. No. Yeah. No, kind of, yeah. Yeah, but, but maybe I care more about them than, than my kids and they care about their kids. I, I don't know. You know I mean? Oh, so you're calling Travis Kelsey. Well, no. Miles Teller. Is he a dad? He's here. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. Um, and if he is. Colin Jost. Calling him a bad dad. Uh, yeah. Um, um, well, will you, will you maybe ask, why can't I come back? I will ask. I will ask. You know, I like you tightened up like that. I'm Oliver Hudson. I'm Garrett Miller. Sorry. <laughs> What'd you have to say? <laughs> I don't know, the security guy. I don't understand. Like I've been here for uh, almost two years now and it's like, eh, what are you doing here? I'm like, I- I'm Oliver Hudson. Like I, I, I know you and your family. <laughs> like I've had them over for like dinner. Like, what is going on? I- I've known you for a year now. Yeah. I-, I like that when they're like, 
Hey, Oliver, have a great day on set. Do you have your badge? I need to see your badge. You know I'm in the show. I'm not there. This isn't like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible with an Oliver Hudson mask on. It's so uh, true. Yeah, I mean, come on. And who's trying to break into the set of the cleaning lady? I don't know, but you're right. It's like, Oliver, hey, man, so good to see you. Like, how's the family? Oh, they're great, dude. Yeah, Fourth of July was great. Like, let me see your, let me see your badge. That happened here. The guy's like, hey, Mr. Buck, you're back. Hey, you know, how you how you playing? And then I couldn't get down to the hotel. I'm like, I'm staying at the hotel. Okay, uh, yeah, you're not on the list. Okay, I'm playing in the event. Uh, yep, I don't see your name here. I'm like, I, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't playing in this thing. I'm not trying to break into the Edgewood Tile Resort. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, uh, yeah, I, I think you should ask Steph Curry, you know, if he remembers me, number one, and then I say hi. Okay. I think you should talk to maybe some questions to be, you know, why do you think that Oliver did, hasn't been invited back here in five years? Um, and then ask them if they've heard of daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> How about if, they, if I ask them the name, if they do know who you are, their favorite podcast that you're a host of? That's good. And see if Daddy Issues it, comes out. Well, maybe we can also just get a, 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 a poll of how many people think I should be invited back. And then we can send it in to whoever the who, – who's, who's the main guy there? Uh, John Miller from NBC. Yeah, John Miller. It's funny because John Miller and I got along swimmingly. Like we were always right. laughing and having fun. And Matt Haynes was the one who used to be, you know um, – Putting right. it together. I don't know. I don't know what happened. David Mueller's another guy. Hey, uh, what was I just going to say? Damn it. Uh, oh, so today I, I wasn't in the pro-am. I didn't get picked. I would have played. Oh, and wow. Smoltz and I played at another course about a half hour north of here oh, with cool. a couple Which other one? guys. Uh, Clear Creek. Oh, nice. Beautiful. I was, was phenomenal. It was great. And as we were leaving, the head of membership comes up to me. I believe his name was Chris. And he goes, Daddy Issues, my favorite podcast. No. Yeah. So we have we have people in Iran and we have the head of membership at Clear Creek in uh South Lake Tahoe, who are avid listeners. He's he said my favorite episode of you guys was the one where you said it was the worst episode you ever had. Oh, really? I said the one where we bitched and moaned the whole time about how irrelevant this podcast is. I love that one. That was great. God, well, maybe we need to do more bad ones like this well, one. I, yeah, I think this this qualifies. He'll love this it's one. The top man. fiver. It's the top fiver. Uh, how was your Fourth of July, by the way? Do you do anything with the kids? Yeah, we saw fireworks first time. Boys stayed up till 9.30. They'd never been up till 9.30. They saw fireworks. They didn't cry. I was really proud of them. Wait, I just want to point Uh, out one thing real quick. I just want to point this out. Uh, Not only uh, is with everything else going on, Joe is now also eating on the podcast, too. So we're just checking all the boxes. Just want to, yep, this is great. This is great content. Keep going. We love it. Not only, not only is he eating, but he's eating sunflower seeds. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, oh, 
and there he's drooling them now. Well, you know what's great is we're so comfortable now that it doesn't even matter what the fuck is going on. You're driving. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm, I'm in my car. You're going to get arrested right now. You're going to get arrested. I'm eating sunflower seeds, so I mean, sue me. He's driving and coughing. <laughs> oh my god, that's just funny dude yeah dude, people funny. are gonna freak out do you understand how social media works everybody's gonna shame you even though they do it themselves yeah. everybody's gonna shame you for doing this while you drive oh i don't care i'm looking at the road my, my phone is like you know down here whatever what are you gonna do what are you gonna do i do i'm doing it for the kids man I'm doing it for the fans i mean you're being driven let's just be let's be honest you're being you're being driven, right? You're not actually driving, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, your arm is up on the headrest of the driver in front of you, and you're in a yeah, three-row SUV. Yes. You were exactly, you're spot on, buddy. Right. So anybody who has any issue with Oliver, he's not driving right now. <laughs> is this the definition no, of gaslighting? Well, <laughs> now you blew it. Now you blew it. <laughs> we'll even put this as a clip. <laughs> no, we will not. You're going to get canceled. Imagine if I got canceled for driving while doing a podcast. Boy, you will. So this no, is all unusable like, shit. No, it's not because the phone is actually attached to a device where I can drive hands free. You know what I mean? And, and well, I mean, you know what? Thing. Look at the hey, road. In all honesty, James Corden has made a living on yeah. carpool karaoke where he's driving right. and doing FaceTime with people in his car. I mean, how does that happen? So anybody who has an issue with this, you can tag James Corden go, at the Late that. Late Show. Not only, not only that, but uh, you know Jerry Seinfeld, too. And comedians yeah. in cars with coffee or whatever. Garrett Miller in cars doing podcasts. Maybe that's our new like niche. Yeah, Let's do it from the car, cars, wherever we are. Um, but well, will you? I know you tried last year, but maybe try to get to the bottom. Why I can't ever? You couldn't be playing anymore. right now. You are working. You couldn't. It doesn't matter. I understand that, but the invite would be nice. So you just want to be able to say no? I can't. Like people that get invited to weddings who people know can't come. Right. Yeah, I guess. But it's been a while. It's been years, you know. It's been years. You take um, things so personally. And by the way, when I don't call you back, you have taken on my personality. Because you get really chippy when I don't call you right back. Well, there's just been a few You text times, Michelle. You're like, what's wrong with Joe? What's wrong with Joe? He doesn't call me back. I thought I literally texted Michelle and said, is he, is he, is he okay? Like, you know, is he, are you alive? Are you okay? I don't know if you're depressed, you know, and, <clears throat> I don't no. know. Maybe you no. don't want to hurt yourself or anything. You want to see the first thing I did when I got to, to Tahoe? Yes. Look. Oh. I went, went went to a liquor store, and in my golf bag, would be my Contigo. Yep. 
This Ice, is it, dude. tequila. Let Did it you fly. play with it today? No. No. I got it. Yeah. We got drinks at the turn, and I started playing brilliantly. So that should tell me something. I, we've, we talked about this off the air. Every golfer can relate. I think you need to, in the morning, even if it's at 8 a.m. tea time, bring that with you. Range, warm up. Take a few sips, you know, 15, 20 minutes before tee off. Take, get it down a little bit. Just Take as a sips. trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And then, boom, you, you relax into it a little bit. Then you're good. Then you're you good. Really, you really look Hollywood you know, right now. I feel Hollywood. Hey, do you know who you're playing with? Nope. I'll find that out in one hour when I'm walking around like a pest going, hi. Uh, Joe Buck with Daddy Issues. I have a question for you, Colin Joe. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Well, if it feels weird, don't do it. I don't want to put you in an embarrassing, compromising situation. Well, I'll do it with Joe, Brian yeah. Baumgartner from uh, The Office because I just did his podcast, so he owes me. Uh, yeah, there's and a couple- just ask about a cameo. You know, that was a good, that's a good question. Like, why is it true you make $3 million doing cameo, and how come you know, how come Oliver, Oliver. makes like no? How come Oliver makes no money? Right. I, I have a, a correlation there, but I won't do it because then I'm going back on something I said I wouldn't do regarding oh. this podcast. But okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So yeah, I'm. I, what, um, uh, what is it? Can't see. Five fifteen. Yeah, I got a minute. I mean, while you're being driven in your car. How far away from your set is your house? It's about 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Um, But while I'm I'm here, normally I have a day off tomorrow. Normally I go home and I make a cocktail and, you know, but I'm I'm deciding not to drink while I'm in Albuquerque. So I'm going to go home. And I'm going to go play basketball. I'm going to go find a, a gym and go play some, some hoop. Oh. Got to live a clean life. You know? Yeah, I, I talked about this with, with my guy that I brought here last night. Here's, here's what I don't get. And, and maybe, there's a, this, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree here. But for people who consider themselves, quote, unquote, sober, I know mm-hmm. many people who consider themselves sober, yet, they're stoned all day, do shrooms and mm-hmm. other things. So yes. that to me, so you're basically, you, 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 you didn't take a drink. Great. Good for you. You stop that, but you're still living in an altered state. You're not living in, in the way you woke up. You're adjusting your mood with drugs. So am I supposed to applaud that or you tell me? Well, no. <laughs> Yes, because for me, you know, I don't I don't wake up and smoke weed all day. Like I'll I'll get high at night, watch TV or a movie or whatever. Drinking leads to smoking cigarettes, you know, and then I'm I'm drinking five, six drinks and I've had a half a pack of cigarettes by eight o'clock and it just feels like shit and you feel unhealthy and you wake up and you don't feel good. You know, if you smoke a little weed, you go to bed and you wake up, you feel good you have your day doesn't mean you're okay but but do you think there's do you think somebody who 
stop drinking, but does all the other stuff is quote unquote yeah. sober. No, I don't. Okay. They're not right. sober. No, they're not sober. I wouldn't call them sober, but I think people can, you know, and I, I only speak of this from people who I know who are, are actually addicts who have, you know, been through the system and have really fucked themselves up and had to pull themselves out of a really dark hole and they were totally sober for years and years and now they smoke weed um they're not sober and they don't call themselves sober you know they they do recognize that but at the same time they're not drinking they're not shooting heroin they're not doing coke they're not doing those drugs anymore yeah great that's awesome don't think they ever will but that they'll smoke they'll smoke weed and, and, and they feel okay you know yeah. So I don't know, but there, it's that it wouldn't be classified as sober. No way. Okay. That's, that's not my only chance. question. I'm not judging it because I, no, I don't know. I, but for somebody, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter, but I, we well, were just having that conversation me, last night. Yeah. Well, for me, it's the drinking and the smoking is what makes me feel like shit, you know? But I can get high and, and have a night and go to sleep and wake up and feel good. If I have six drinks and I wake up to wake up, I feel like shit. But if I smoke an entire joint by myself and just get super crazy high, then I wake up and I'm, I'm still fine. Fine. You know? Right. Don't you <laughs> run to the fridge then and start eating the haagen I had two ice cream sandwiches last night, um, and that was it. So I think I did okay. Okay, but you have to limit yourself when you are yeah, it's hard. quote unquote it's hard. super high. I don't, I don't know when that word came into that, that's like a new thing. Super. Like I'm waiting for a president to say that, or like I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the president of it's Ukraine super. or. They're super in need. Uh, right. Super. I've always said super, like super high. Yeah, I guess. But I, I feel like it's made its way across the country to the point where I it just bugs me. I know. Well, you get bugged by words in certain vernacular. <laughs> you know? like, that's, why, you, you that's why you checked on me when I didn't call you or text you back. You, yeah. You just... You worry about my idiosyncratic ways with words and uh, verbal crutches and the like. I did. If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We beg you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Something was up with that. I don't know whether I was worried that you were upset with me about something and you were being Never. like a baby about it. And like, no, no, no. If I was upset with you, I would. I'm the opposite. That's what I thought. And, and that's why I texted you like two, two times or three times and I actually called you like three or four times and you didn't answer. Or didn't, and that's so unlike you. I was thinking, oh, is something wrong? Like, is Joe OK? And that's why I hit up Michelle. And I said, I know that made me feel good, actually, that you cared that that you bothered to even (laughs) reach out to a third party to see if I was still breathing. I did. And then she played it off like that. You weren't and this and that. I'm like, what? And then, of course, would you have been relieved? Let's say something did tragic happen to me. Super tragic. Something super tragic. Like you died. Would you have been super relieved or mildly relieved (laughs) that we didn't have you wouldn't have had to do three podcasts in one week. I think after I got over the initial shock, then there would be a little bit of relief. Okay. That's fair. You know, I'm glad but you're not honest. immediately, not immediately. I would immediately. Would you come to St. Louis for my funeral? Yes, I would, depending on what time of year it was, but I would really try to make it. Okay. You Would know. you bring a recorder and go around to the people in the church or at the ceremony and ask yeah. questions like I'm about to for the betterment uh. of our podcast <laughs> to maybe yes. get sound for sibling revelry or yes. serendipitously coupled? Yes, I, I for sure would. Because I know that that would be one of your last wishes, you know, is to get all that on on the podcast. <laughs> so that's right. what I would do, you know? Okay. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you think if Michelle called me and said, okay, you know, it's just to have a, so the funeral is June 18th and this and this and that. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm going to, I'm not going to be in town. Like I can't make it. Can we move the funeral? Do you think that she would move it for me? <laughs> what, what would be happening with my carcass at that point? Would I would uh, I be involved? In yeah, yeah. You're in the cooler and you know, you're you're fine. But I couldn't make it to the funeral because I, I gotta go to Cabo playing in the member guest, you know, with <laughs> with who? With, who would be your host? <laughs> oh, probably um, Simon. David no, Simon. No, it wouldn't be David Simon. I don't know. I, I, maybe one of the Vaughn brothers or something. Okay. Steven Summers, maybe? Yeah, maybe Steven You guys would win the whole thing. Right. So if I'm like, Michelle, I'm in Cabo. I'm actually at your place. Because Joe, before he died, said I could use it, you know, anytime I wanted. So I just, I'm here. And can we move the funeral? Because it's right during Pins and Fins. Just one week. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. I think she'd do it. 
you have a really inflated sense of self-worth. You know that? Oh, super God. inflated. I, I, I wish it was super inflated. That, no, that's just my for where you sit my in my life. Worth. No, that's just for where oh. you sit in my life. Not, not in general as you're acting across from all Got these it. stars that you act with. Got it. Got it, got it. Got Do you want me to put in a good uh, word with Miles Teller for your career and if he has a project coming up or something that Yeah. You could yeah, play yeah. his dad or Yeah, let me know. Let me know if uh if anything can come come about, you know. <laughs> just, 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 just just say to him, say, Look, I saw you in Top Gun and I thought you were great, but you know, Glenn Powell should have played your part. I dare you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it into I my part with him standing there. <laughs> <laughs> i dare you to do that that's funny all of a sudden uh, i'm i'm like triumph the insult yeah triumph dog or the com what what triumph the insult dog what, what what's his yeah, proper it. name that you just said it triumph the comic insult dog i think right something that we're it's messed yeah. up it's something like that but if I just yeah. went around in this room and I'm like, hey, Travis Kelsey, how you doing? <laughs> in my phone, I'm like, what the fuck? Travis, I have a question for you. Tyreek Hill's no longer on your team. Did you like him? Was he a pain in did the ass? You, do you want to poop on him? <laughs> now that he's a dolphin, do you want to poop on him? <laughs> Miles Teller. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Jost. Uh, Your jokes are funny. so funny for me to poop on. <laughs> Do you poop on Scarlet? Oh, no. <laughs> no? No. No. You always uh, take it one notch too far. Hey, do you want to be cremated or buried? Uh, I don't care. I want my organs really harvested, are. I want my brain studied. I want my organs donated and the rest of it. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, wear, you can wear as a suit. <laughs> you can crawl inside me and play in the member <laughs> guest as me. That's a good idea. Just with my shell around you. That's a good idea. I've always wanted to play left-handed. Yeah. We could just skin you and then just preserve you. <laughs> Do something like like uh, a shadow boxing, like a shadow box of me. Yeah. And when you want, you just pull it out of the shadow box. And mm -hmm. why, why isn't that a thing? Why Why could I? Is that too morbid? I, I mean, people are so fucking weird in the general population. I'm surprised that nobody's developed something where you could just basically pop somebody's skin off and fucking wear it. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm going as my dad to uh, to opening day. Yeah. I guess I guess you'd have to find a doctor who is willing to sort of do that, or you, you couldn't. Uh, even are use you a kidding me? You, you can find a doctor to do anything. You can find anybody to yeah, do anything need, in this world. Craigslist. You need a taxidermist, someone who knows how to skin properly, or you know, just doing it, just doing a, a, a taxidermy of you. Like, like, it's amazingly real looking, but it's not wax. It's actually using your your skin and your hair. You know, every, in a, after my ninth hair transplant surgery. 
Yeah, no, I think that's good. And would you have me in a pose? Would you put a mic in my hand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably, in, you know, find one of your suits and then, you know, that's what you and Troy should do. Like, you should just agree that when you're both gone, they'll just put you next to each other like that. Right. In some stadium, it, it, Cowboys, AT&T Stadium. Yeah, yeah. And like making an exhibit, turn it into a moneymaker and have the mm-hmm. money go to the unceremoniously coupled podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a it's a thing where you can actually step into the skin of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. It's like a, it's like you can actually walk in and like put yourself in like, oh my god, and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst, uh, weirdest podcast of all time. Uh, I know, but I at know. least now it's my wishes are known, so it's out there for everybody in Iran, Iraq. Yeah. Australia, yep. all these different. Yep. I mean, it's you know what's going to happen with Josh and his birds. He's going to he Josh has a bird suit somewhere. No, for sure. I don't no, have a bird sure. suit somewhere, actually. Well, you send me your measurements, and you will. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I can't wait. It's good. It's a good Christmas gift. <laughs> I mean, how you don't go as a fucking parrot for every Halloween, I, I don't get. I don't know. I should go as a pirate. You should go as a pirate. With, with the birds. birds all over no. You, you should Hitchcock. go as a parrot. No, you go as a parrot, but you wear a pirate on your shoulder. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I'll do. Dude, that's amazing. You get an amazing parrot costume, but then you have a little pirate on your shoulder that talks to you. Yep, that sounds yeah. good. Gee, like genius. a bobblehead. <clears throat> yeah. God, we're just making. We're making. What did what they rent you? Uh, what fox? What do you got? A little Chrysler? What is that? No, it's a little Cadillac. You know, it's oh, a little nice, Escalade. Nice, yeah, it's a nice little rig. You know, I they don't rent it. I pay. I pay for it. Like the way it works when you're out of town is they give you some <clears throat> sum of money when you're working out of town, they say, okay, go ahead. Now you have to pay for your apartment and you pay for your house or whatever. You pay for your car and your flights and all that. So they give you a chunk of change. And if you wanted to live like on the street and just save your money, great. If you want to live in a huge mansion, great, whatever. So it's up to you to budget yourself accordingly. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finally learning about balancing a checkbook. So do you think you're winning on that exchange or between the house, the car, the flying back and forth, the gas money with prices where they are? Are you taking a bit of a bath? Um, no, I, I'm pretty much breaking even. So I bought, I bought a couple houses here last season for investment. I'm living in one right now. It's like the shell of my house right there. And so I think I may I'd maybe make a little bit of money or I'll break even, you know. Yeah. Probably break even is my guess. Is that was that Adobe? What is that? Nah, you know what? I'm lo- I'm losing money. I think I'll be I think I'll be losing uh, losing money. Is that house made out of bone? Uh, yes, it is. It's an Adobe house. It's an old Mex- New Mexican style house. You know. Do you have a pool? It's pretty cool. I have a pool in the back. Yeah, a little pool. Nice little deck. It's fun. It's good. What if you get sunburned? 
Uh, it would be bad, you know. And then they got to do makeup, and it looks stupid. Do I need to send you a red. huge floppy hat? No, because I'm very, I'm very uh, cognizant about my skin these days because I did this laser on my face, so I want to make sure that I'm protected from the sun. So I put a lot of sunblock on now. Your forehead looks good. Let me see you scrunch it up. Let me see some lines. Yeah, yeah. No, you, that yeah. there's been work there. There's where you need the Botox. No, dude, you gotta. I gotta have man. I gotta still have manly stuff going on. You don't want to be you like know? waxish. You don't want to look like a Bond villain, like a no. waxy, just washed <laughs> out, perfect face. Yeah. No, I mean, I really Mister Bond. Mister Bond, like um, Wayne Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I go, if I go into the doctor, I'm like, I want the Wayne Newton look, you know? Give me the Newton. Give, Give me the Newton. Newton. <laughs> well, we haven't done that for years. Okay, I, I want it. We're like, it's too dangerous, man. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm going for younger roles. <laughs> like, we haven't done one of these since 1968. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that technology. 68 right. technology. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh huh. We're gonna burn the dead skin off your face first with fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, essentially, those like when you get too much plastic surgery, people look like burn victims. I mean, that's what they look like. Yeah, it's, it's all it's that, the, and people get addicted to that. Like I oh, joked, yeah. I was addicted to hair transplant surgeries. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a girl who works on the show here, and then Aaron has a good friend, you know, who who are like, they, but admittedly, they're like, oh, freeze me up, freeze my whole face. I want to look frozen. Ugh. Like they they like they like that, you know. And then well, I have a good friend. Like, That's I have a good friend who's has a sister who works in a plastic surgery office, and their mm-hmm. their holiday bonus every year was the doctor would perform. Uh, procedure on them and Mm. this guy shows up at christmas and he didn't recognize his own sister and his line to his sister was just because the doctor will give you a free treatment every year doesn't mean you have to do a treatment every year Mm -hmm. because you look crazy and (laughs) yeah i think sometimes you go to the new york post app my favorite place and you can yeah. see one story after another of these people that become it's like you talk about body dysmorphia yeah like how do they look in the mirror and go yep i need another one oh it's crazy yeah and there's i think there's a rabbit hole effect to it i mean you you you've taken part of that like you have had multiple transplants where you could have just been like you know what fuck it but you're like i need more it needs to be better i need this i need that but i've done nothing here. to my face i know that's hard to believe done nothing you to look, my face well, you look great you look great now that's next no that's next i don't yeah. think so i've had botox Dude, in my do... head for migraines i'm sure we've talked about no but you just do you just do laser you don't have to do botox but you just smooth your skin out there's nothing invasive about it it's just it's just bringing making your body your skin stimulate more collagen it does it itself and then all of a sudden taking look like collagen young, look but... right here collagen yeah 
There you go. Yeah, now just, just shoot that all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I'm leaving. I got to go to a rules meeting. It's going to be super okay, fun. Okay. That's all right. You go to the rules meeting, but if you, you can get some good sound bites. But I would really like to know if you talked to Miller or whatever. Did I do anything wrong? You know, and if I did, fine. I just want to know what the fuck is up. Well, maybe your star has fallen, and that's what the cleaning lady is for. Garrett Miller it will bring you back. It. You have to play as Garrett Miller. That's fine. I will. I'll bring like an FBI badge and like a gun. But I, I, I didn't do anything wrong other than maybe not going. Because sometimes I'd be like, I, I, I can't make it. I can't make it a couple years in a row because I was working. So maybe that's it. You yeah. know. But I, I'm a great addition to that fucking. T- tournament i mean I well they're, they're right there you're, you're throwing profanity in there you're getting mad about it they don't want to hear that <laughs> <laughs> oh christ all right say hi to barkley for me That's my... have fun at uh by the way barkley i don't think goes to this the player mandatory players meaning uh have fun <laughs> finding a pickup basketball game thank you um and then you know Hit me up afterwards when you're like in bed or whatever. I want to hear how the whole thing went. Okay. I will. All right. I love you. Goodbye. You're the best. It's nice to be back. Yeah. Thanks. It's good to be home. Okay. Uh, So I'm here with Brian Baumgartner of uh, your favorite TV show, The Office, and uh, an excellent golfer and a wonderful human. Has a podcast called Off the Beat. Off the Beat. Off the Beat, which I've done. It's a phenomenal episode. But Oliver Hudson has asked me to ask you the question, how can he be more successful at Cameo? You're like the Cameo king. He's tried. He's made like 15 grand in over a year. Not worth his time in his life because he's rolling elsewhere. (laughs) How can he possibly become a better Cameo person well listen you know a lot of people think that it's about you know a personal interaction with with people it's really about sexiness right so what he needs to do is spend a little more time in the gym okay a little more time i'm not i'm not going to use the word words plastic surgery but i think you know there's a lot of things that he could do by the way also a haircut Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Couldn't agree more. He needs a haircut for sure. Um, How about bathing? Bathing? You're a Hollywood guy. You're an actor guy. A lot of actor people I've been around don't really... They're unkempt. They're unkempt. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Joe. Um, You you know, you're not smelled through Cameo. That's not a function of... It's not like a scratch and sniff. There is... Thankfully, there is no scratch and sniff. Um, but, yeah, I think that that's the thing. Um, but on a, a slightly more serious note, here's the deal. Here's how I view Cameo. This is not about me. And maybe Oliver is thinking it's a little bit too much about him. Yes. Yes. Here's what it is. For me, this is how I view it. It is a personal connection that two people want to make with each other. I'm irrelevant in this equation. It's a father and a daughter who's away at college or, you know, brother and sister or whatever, um, that they, are, they want a connection. 
and they had a connection watching The Office, and that makes them feel good. And so one person is gifting me, but truly it's a, the connection is about them. So maybe Oliver just needs to make it a little bit less about him. You don't do a podcast with Oliver. I do a podcast with Oliver. I think truer words have never been spoken. But the last thing I want to ask you is, do you think you've rectified through cameo relationships? Have you unfractured families? Have you brought a father and son together? Have you, have you, do you ever get follow-up? Hey, Brian, I can't begin to tell you how much your cameo meant. Or is it just one and done? I will tell you, uh, um, there is quite a bit of, of messages after the fact. I have actually received a bunch of requests for people who do, who have a fractured relationship. Now, I don't know ever what the situation is or how bad the offense might have been that caused the fracture. So that's always slightly awkward for me, which is like, hey, dad's reaching out and, you know, wants you to forgive him. And I always say, like, I, listen, he's come to a great guy to try to bring you back together. I don't know what he did. So if he did something too bad, I don't know. But I will say this, Joe. I believe, I, do, I, have, I have not done the research. I believe that of living humans on the planet, I have successfully proposed to more women than anyone else on the planet. Think about that. I have proposed to women who have, I'm assuming, said yes. In your mind. I mean, there could be no's. There could be, there could could, be. There could be no's, but if there are yeses, we're, we're up to, we're up to triple digits. All right. Last question. How many are in your inbox right now? I think 47. 47 cameos at a rate of. I don't remember. It's all oh, about making connections. He feels bad. It's about connections. It's all about making this connections. This is bullshit. This no, is it, this is about this is about Go commerce. On. I would keep no, no, it's about the connection between people. But I would continue this conversation because you know I, I really truly like you. But I have to go do a few cameos that are expiring, <laughs> so I'm sorry. There you go, Brian Baumgartner. They eat. Make it less about yourself. Cut your fucking hair. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windisch. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. 